Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the next installment of the NACTA and Affiliates virtual programming lineup. I'm Dana Leroy, Communications Manager for NACTA, and we're glad to have you with us this morning for this sponsored content session with Appetize. Since it was founded in 2011, Appetize has quickly become a leading fully cloud-based point of sale, digital ordering and enterprise management platform trusted by the world's highest volume businesses. Today we have with us Charles Blaze, Senior Director of Strategic Accounts, who will lead a discussion on how Appetize can serve as a true omni-channel platform to support the evolution of campus life with technology advances in the athletic space as well as the greater university community. Before we officially begin, a quick reminder for our live attendees who are using Zoom to utilize the Q&A button at the bottom of your Zoom window and send in your questions throughout the presentation as we will have a lot of time at the end to answer them. And with that, I'm gonna hand things over to Charles. Take it away. Awesome, thanks Dana. Just a quick audio visual check. You can see my screen, everybody can hear me. Yep, you're good. Good stuff. All right, hey folks, thanks for thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. We realize that you know we're, we're coming through some challenging times and we kind of see the other end of, of what's going on here with the pandemic, uh, but we're excited to be with you to, to talk about how Appetize is viewing the, the preparation for the return of fans. And certainly excited to be talking about that as opposed to uh, what we were talking about last summer with no fans. So, you know, we've been working with stadiums and arenas really across the entire country to implement some operational changes as it pertains to the technology piece that we're going to be looking at today to support the return of the fans. So, uh, you know, now is the time to really be putting that technology in place and it really provides that flexibility and lets you adapt as necessary. So like Dana said, my name is Charles Blaze. I hail to you from Cincinnati, Ohio this morning. I've uh, been with Appetize for just under a year now and been in the space for about 21 plus years in, in hospitality technology. So just an agenda of how we're going to kind of roll through things, talk a little bit about how things are today, um, dive into a bit about Appetize, our solutions and us as a company, how we come to market, really get a focal point on the digital ordering, um, specifically in the mobile and online space, as well as kiosk and, and what we're seeing coming down the pipe and then kind of deliver the, the next steps and some operational considerations that you know, we've learned over the past 12 months and we wanna bring forward to the industry. As Dana mentioned, just a quick housekeeping, I've got my colleague, Jeff Brown, monitoring the Q&A. Please feel free to ask any questions in the Q&A as you see fit. And you know, Jeff may be able to respond quickly to those in the Q&A. If not, we'll address them at the end when we've got time for some, for some open forum Q&A. So. Moving right ahead, kind of, you know, where we stand today and having spoken to many, many an operator over the last year about different things from the return of fans to having no fans, you know, the needs are pretty clear. There needs to be a simplified delivery of goods and services to the fans, the guests, the students, so on and so forth, and allow those fans to have the experience of getting what they want, when they want, and how they want. And, you know, we've lived in this this time of Amazon and Netflix and the on-demand, but now we're shifting that into a pandemic world of being able to provide what they want, when they want to give them a safe feeling to come back into your environments, your stadiums, your arenas, even across the entire campus. As such, it's important to streamline your tech stack, right? And we're doing that by way of open APIs and partners. We'll dive into that in a little bit who work together towards that common goal for the fan. So no finger pointing there. We want to we want to present the holistic solution for that return of the fan and the students and, and guests and so on and so forth. So just a bit about Appetize, kind of our background. 
you know, like Dana mentioned, we were founded back in 2012. And, and really what the, the premise of Appetite started with was increasing the fan experience and making things more seamless for a fan as they enter into stadiums, arenas, or guests in restaurants, wherever it may be, and bring forward that experience that simplifies how companies can engage with the fans through technology. So kind of the, the goals of what we set out with was to leverage technology to really reduce transaction speed. And by that, you know, we're talking about shaving milliseconds off of transaction speed. We want to increase the fan and student and guest experience, not only in the arenas, stadiums, ballparks, but across the entire campus. And as such, we need to always remain nimble and agile as times are changing. That has certainly helped us in our development over the last 12 months as we fought this pandemic and brought forward new solutions, having that agility to shift and, and be able to provide new technology where needed. And then bring forward a, a clear set of data, right? For better decision-making and, and serve that data in a way that is simple and easy to digest. So a little bit on, on Appetize as a product, and I'm gonna get in some nomenclature here on, on some of our solutions that'll become important as we go through the, the slide deck today. But um, the, the first part is connect. And that really is where the back office resides within Appetize. And you can see kind of around the circle, all the APIs sitting there. Well, that's an open API platform that allows us to not only connect to our own solutions, but also to third party solutions. So what do I mean by that, right? So think of Connect going out to our Interact platform. And the way that I think of Interact is this is the way that your fans, your students, your guests interact with your brand in a self-service manner and interact with your university. So take that a step further. What, what are we talking about there? Online ordering, mobile applications, mobile web, scan and go, grab and go, kiosks, really that self-serve environment leading to that on-demand experience of how they want to interact with your university and your brand. Now we talk about Activate. So Activate, very simply put, is your more traditional point of sale. Uh, you know, whether it's a belly up concession stand where you've got a fixed point of sale terminal, or maybe it's in-suite dining or in-seat dining where you're leveraging handhelds or tablets to go visit with the guest in their seat and provide that safe experience of ordering right there, as well as being able to make payment, as well as your traditional point of sale that can be mobile and move around throughout the concourses and maybe even across the campuses. We've got some slides to the later on that we'll talk about where we've moved some stuff across the campuses. So interact, that's how they're interacting with you from a self-service perspective, activate more your traditional point of sale, if you will. Order fulfillment and order management, some tools that are out there, Everybody knows about kitchen display systems. They've become more and more crucial in operations today as we fine tune delivery of the goods and services to the consumer. Those devices help shave those milliseconds of transaction time and fulfillment time. Take that a step further and something that's been introduced here over the last year or so through the pandemic order status boards. They've been around for a long time, but they've become more prevalent here in the last year in the sense that if I do order mobily or I order even through the traditional belly up POS, rather than bother the concessionaires for where's my food, where's my order, I've got an order status board that's gonna show me your ticket is ready, your ticket is not ready. If it is ready, it gives you instructions on where to go get it. And then text alerts, those are always a big one, right? 
being able to deliver not only the order through mobility, but then receive back through text, hey, your order's in, your order's ready, here's where to pick it up, those types of texts and alerts. Again, providing that kind of contactless, touchless, safe experience. And then we bring it back to integrate. And again, you're seeing the API draw from connect into integrate. Well, what are we integrating to? Much of what you would expect, right? Obviously your ticketing systems and stored value potentially for loaded tickets, gift cards, financial systems, uh, P&L systems and, and payment providers as well. So kind of a holistic view of, of how Appetize comes to market in an omni-channel presence. And again, I think one of the key takeaways here is that open API platform. You'll notice that the APIs drawing in and out of the center are the same APIs for our solutions as well as third-party solutions. So how's Appetize kind of jumping back into addressing some challenges that we're seeing today, right? So fans, students, guests, you know, simply put, like I mentioned earlier, they want to get what they want, when they want, and how they want. They want to feel as if the experience is tailored to them, not forcing them to do things the way that potentially others want to. And a lot of that comes through mobility, which we'll talk about today. I kind of always think about it as the Netflix and Amazon effect. Now even take it further into kind of a Peloton effect. Let me have what I want when I want it. And that's what our solutions are, are bringing forward. So Appetize, um, we've been in the industry, like I said, for you know almost a uh, little over 10 years now. And we're not only solving for things in the university and stadium space, but also solving for corporate and operational and ordering needs across various verticals and channels. You know, often a, a management of a food service company is involved and there's a desire to move to the cloud, potentially replace a legacy system. But what we're able to leverage by working in all these different areas is the best practices that we're gonna be discussing today in terms of the return of fans and, and some of the operational considerations that need to take place. So we're very fortunate to be supporting all these industries and be able to take those learnings and bring them forward to our customer base. So from a platform perspective, you know, when you're looking at point of sale, something that comes very, very forefront is a simplification of the user interface. It needs to be easy to train on. You need to be able to stand up a training session in minutes, not a half hour, not an hour. You know, a lot of times universities and stadiums and arenas are leveraging volunteer groups at their concession stands. Well, we don't have time to train them all day long. So we wanna get through that process quickly and by leveraging things like images, for items certainly helps that. You know, Appetize completed studies with the consumer panel and our customer panel on what really makes things easy. The answer was navigation and intelligence. Working in all the industries of food and beverage and retail, we've been able to leverage our learnings across all those channels. Navigation with a simple to understand user interface, like having function buttons static on the screen so that as you move through screens, there's muscle memory that adapts to the screen, much as the pay button is always in the same place. The food items are always in the same place. If you wanna to switch to retail, it's always in the same place. And then intelligence, right? We talked about navigation, we talked about intelligence. And, and intelligence is, again, we're, we're looking to shave time on the transaction speed. So how do we do that? Things like having a discount engine that reads a guest check logically and applies whether it's a promotional pricing or discounts or 
you know, your buy one, get one, or maybe I'm returning a retail item at the fan shop and I'm buying a new one. I need to be able to do that in the same transaction without any human error. So that UI really, really comes forward in the sense of easeability, training, and simplicity. From a back of the house, you know, we're, we talked about the front of the house and it's certainly key for operations. From a back of the house perspective, it should take no back seat, right? Today, you can do your banking or even buy a car from the palm of your hand. Back of house control should be very similar. Ensure that the ability to manage all the key areas from wherever you are, stadium, arena, office, plane ride, halfway across campus, et cetera, make sure you're able to do that from the palm of your hand. And then delivery of that UI in the back office, it makes it simple and easy to adapt to. Similar to that, the open APIs allow for you to easily move data to third-party systems for potential analysis, dashboarding, reporting, so on and so forth. So from a hardware perspective, what are we seeing out there in the field today as it pertains to kind of the stadium and university environment? Certainly we've got the, you know, the fixed point of sale. Hardware sits at the, the heart of the operations. Without it, your team can't operate. So first column there, you're looking at the fixed point of sale. Um, you know, those are traditionally fixed and portable POS in play for, you know, your belly up concessions, club or suite environments, cafeteria line styling, and even full service dining restaurants. Kiosks, middle row there, you know, whether just for a, a pop-up event where maybe you're leveraging a point of sale terminal as the kiosk or having them in a fixed location for concessions. Branding's available on those to, as you can see on the, the third one down there with Chase, you know, that certainly can help offset some of the cost of the hardware by leveraging branding through partnerships. And then the last column, we've got handhelds and tablets, certainly popular for line busting, in-seat, in-suite, and also pop-up events where maybe we're going to toss a, a new concession right out in the middle of the concourse for today's game and be able to leverage a handheld device and mobility. The key with the handhelds is to ensure that the handheld can operate every way you need it to be, meaning payment, meaning text receipt, email receipt, printer receipt if need be. So one of the uh, newest lines of hardware that Appetize has adopted is the PAX line of hardware, where we're leveraging our partnership with Elevon as a processor. Now, you probably hear that pretty frequently, processing and point of sale. Appetize remains agnostic to all payments and merchant processing, but we certainly understand how to leverage the relationship for a reduced cost in hardware. For come forward with the PAX line of hardware. So what does PAX do? It's, they're all in one terminals, right? Here you've got an all in one handheld, very useful in the hawking, vending, line busting, pop-ups, you know, the printer's built in, the EMV is built right in there. Cameras on there for QR and barcode scanning for loaded tickets and even retail items cost-effective, very, very easy to use and deploy. Take it a step further, the all-in-one for concessions and full operations, again, bringing everything into a central piece of hardware for EMV capability, barcoding, and onboard printer at a much, much lower cost of ownership. This one that you see on the screen is certainly good for your belly-up concessions. The next one is more of a, a stand-up device that you would see in a traditional restaurant space or maybe suites. Uh, you could even have it in the, in the concession stand leveraging that big, bright customer display where you might be able to do some advertising and again, leverage some partnership there to, to offset some of the cost. 
So from a partnership perspective, I've used that word quite a few times here. Um, you know, the necessity is greater now than ever to ensure that you have a streamlined approach to integrations and partnerships. Leveraging our open API, Appetize has allowed over 100 plus integrations into our system. Some of the companies you may already be working with, like campus cards of Seaboard and Atrium and Blackboard, you know, those are those are critical in your operations so that students can utilize their spend accounts at the point of sale. You don't want anything slowing down there. Some of you may even be considering, um, you know, branded applications for mobile phones through companies like Yinscam or, or Built.io and leveraging stored value through companies like Skidata or Fortress or GiveX. And, you know, as I mentioned, the, the payment side and being agnostic, you see that in the middle there. We remain this way today, but again, we also understand how to leverage our partnership with Elevon to both help you and, and the university. So much like our partnership with Elevon, when your evaluations are happening, universities, you know, we need to pay close attention to what those partners can deliver. There should be cost reduction. Simply put, they should be saving you money in that partnership. Security. Know that the team behind you has a razor sharp focus on PCI, point to point encryption, EMV, mobility, and is doing all of that with the highest level of integrity and security to keep you and your fans safe. The delivery should be such that you're working with a sole provider, not having four, five, or even six different 800 numbers to call should you need to troubleshoot something. So when looking at those partnerships, make sure that that's being leveraged. So our partners have allowed us to, to be part of some, some pretty cool events in sporting and events across North America. And, and these logos represent just a small portion of how Appetize has leveraged our solutions and partnerships to deliver that world-class experience for fans and teams, venues, universities, you name it. You'll see a bunch of food service management partners down at the bottom. And the reason we put that up is, is these are not just one-off solutions that they're using in a, in a single environment. These are solutions that we've deployed to these food service management providers and concessionaires in large scale and have completely vetted our solutions and our company. So I bring that up to, to bring forward a, a safe feeling that you know we've been there with these groups. We've supported these large events and venues. So we like to take those operational learnings and bring them forward from consulting to, to folks like yourself. In the university space, um, just quickly, who we're kind of working with there, a snapshot of, of what we're doing. Um, some of the ones we'll be talking about today, Old Miss um, and Nevada, you know, they moved from POS from venue to venue all over the campus. So definitely displaying mobility and point of sale there. At Gonzaga and Nevada, both um, mobile applications with sidearm sports. And pretty proud to, to say that we were part of LSU breaking the record for the most beer sales in a single game in 2019, uh, all ranked through Appetize Technology. So again, being able to take these learnings that we've had with the various universities and, and bring forward those operational benefits to, to folks like yourself. So just some quick examples of, of success that we've got up here. I mentioned University of Nevada and Reno. Um, we're working at printer, or we've got 44 different concession stands operating there. We've got KDS deployed throughout. We've got our all-in-one units that I mentioned earlier from a hardware perspective. They've deployed handhelds via the iOS platform for in-seat dining and suites. Uh, the mobile applications running through Sidearm with the Appetize ordering API as the arm for ordering within that. 
And then they've also deployed our, our inventory and our suites platform. Talking about Old Miss earlier um, and being able to move the POS across the venues at campus. You know, when they shut down for the season on the football stadium, they're picking those devices up and repurposing them throughout the arena space where maybe they didn't need those during the fall in the arena, but with the uptick of basketball coming, they need additional resources from, from the hardware perspective. Being able to quickly and easily move those throughout the campus, even over to the ballpark to repurpose them there as well, and then bring them back in the fall to, to the stadium. Being able to log on and have different menus available at the touch of a button. At LSU, I, I mentioned the, the beer sales. That's always a cool fact to kind of chuckle about there, but this is also an example of expansion based on our success. You know, we started at LSU by providing them with just kiosks. And after earning their respect and, and trust and showing the breadth of what Appetize could bring forward, they were actually moved forward to deploy us across the entire university and, and still working with us today on expansion um, in retail and other venues. Kiosk deployment, like I mentioned at LSU, showed significant increases in check averages. Uh, upselling at the kiosk, you know, that provides an opportunity. And we're going to talk about this in a bit in the kiosk slides, but the upselling that can happen at a kiosk provides an opportunity for fans and guests to, you know, add to a check items that they may not have otherwise considered when going to a belly up concession stand and just looking at a menu board. You know, if I'm ordering that burger, hey, would you like a, a Diet Coke with it or maybe a Budweiser? So we're going to jump back into some solutions from Appetize. And if you remember at the beginning, Activate was your, your traditional point of sale solutions, right? Those fixed and portable terminals, handheld, so on and so forth. And, you know, when, when you're evaluating technology partners, it's a very, very important, as I mentioned, to consider the ease of use and ease of deployment. So that's everything from operations to back of the house. Here we're looking at operations, but, you know, as ease of use is, is described, single hardware devices, like I mentioned earlier, that can be repurposed across all food, beverage, and retail in various venues within the campus. The user experience that's seamless, whether you're working at concessions, whether you're in retail, whether you're in traditional restaurant, suites, wherever that may be, again, working with our customer base to identify how to simplify that experience through things like placement of buttons for muscle memory and shortness of transaction speed by image-based. Um, common functionality for each environment really ensures that you're providing that fan and guest the experience that they're there to, to receive. Taking hardware just a step further and purpose tablets for you know, both concessions and in seat, in suite, or even table side. Uh, we've actually had tablets sit at the concession stand for belly up. And then if we need to pick one up and move to go line bust, we can. Having that portability is key in operations. You know, Being able to take that POS with you as you service your fans. Again, back to the UI. It needs to be consistent so that training is at a minimum. You can provide your guests or fans easy methods to interact with you for things like emailed receipts, text receipts, payment right there, secure payment through EMV or tap and pay, and utilizing order confirmations via the, the SMS and email for confirming the orders ready, where your pickups are, how to get to the pickup location, so on and so forth. Back to the interact portion of the solution. Again, this is the interaction your fans and guests have with the university, 
the brand, the concessions, what may have you. So talking about first is kiosk, right? We talked about the examples of LSU and Ole Miss and how kiosk played really a, a vital role in the return on investment they saw and a lower total cost of ownership. And, you know, whether you're countertop or stand up, you know, these certainly help reduce labor and it can certainly increase check spend. You know, we've got the, the statistics to show that reducing labor is something that's always nice to do. It's one of your prime costs. So, and on certain models, like I mentioned earlier, branding can be used and presents the ability to leverage sponsorships to help offset that cost. Down in the lower right-hand corner, this is at NRG Stadium in Houston. While not a campus environment, you know, they were able to leverage the branding there from the, the site and concessionaire to help uh, offset some of that, that hardware cost. You know, placing kiosks strategically within concourses and allowing fans and guests to uh, order from multiple outlets. So if I'm walking into that concourse and I see all the concessions that are up there, but I see a kiosk, I want to walk over and, and be able to order that kiosk where I want to pick my items up. At the same time, here's a perfect example of upsell capabilities. Maybe I just came to the kiosk to grab a cup of coffee, but now I see I might be able to get a bagel or sushi with that as well. Upping the check spend there while keeping the guests engaged and providing to them a method of getting what they want, when they want, how they want. Now, arguments have been made that kiosks may slow down the ordering process. You know, you have somebody standing there kind of fumbling through it, not necessarily knowing where to go. Well, on the contrary, leveraging a, a partner that understands UI, such as Appetize, and how to create an easy interface for your fans to navigate. Again, deploying solutions that have multiple vendor support so fans can easily get what they want when they want. So talking further about that navigation, you know, we paid very close attention when we first deployed kiosks many, many years ago and watching people engage with them. We sat in stadiums and, and arenas and paid attention to where some of the downside was. And we took those learnings back and, and we really flipped the script. You know, instead of saying chaos take too long, we flipped it around and our deployments have, have easy navigation filters where you can separate menus such as, you know, I wanna see just the kids menu or I need to see things that are gluten-free, or I've got a nut allergy. However, you want to design those menus, our UI is there to support it. You know, as with our traditional UI and the point of sale, we studied those ways to shave the microseconds and milliseconds off of transaction time by creating that UI that navigates the same way our daily lives navigate. What do I mean by that? We've got menus down the left side. We've got filters up at the top. We've got a checkout bottom at the button very similar to how you would engage with online shopping on your phone or on your computer. And, and those navigations become apparent in the kiosk application to shorten that time. So when we're talking about mobile, there's a few different ways to talk about mobile. And again, we're staying on the Interact solution here. So it's either app driven, you know, potentially through companies like Yinscam or VenueTize, or it is QR-based driven with QR codes and deployment of those throughout the, the various stadiums. You know, each solution presents its own set of benefits. From an app perspective, you, the university, are able to control the branding and leverage other points of interaction within the app. But users have to download an app. Maybe I, maybe I don't want to download an app for a single game that I come to each year. 
If you employ QR-driven concepts for mobile ordering, you can send the users to a specific area you want them to order from based on the location of the QR scanning. We're going to get into some examples of this here in a little bit, but you don't have to, the other benefit to QR code is for that fan that maybe only attends one event a year, or maybe I'm just coming to a concert at your arena. I don't have to download the app in order to attend that event and be engaged with your brand. In either scenario, you wanna be able to control your branding and guidelines and leverage you know, the best of today's technology, such as responsive web pages, so that you're not pinching the screen when you're trying to look at it, and even chatbots for communication back and forth with order fulfillment centers. You know, orders in, orders completed, orders ready. So suite solution, um, you know, suites is where service really shines. You're, you're providing that, that upper level of service to the guests there. So let's kind of take a minute and just talk about some of the elements that support both your operations team and your, your suite holders and guests. So some key elements of suites, you know, brought from both online ordering, table service and kitchen fulfillment. You know, we're taking those learnings forward at Appetize from working in those environments, ensuring that the suites application can have pre-order functionality for both ahead of event, meaning I'm, I'm setting that, that, that menu up ahead of the event or even day of event, both critical to operations, being able to pivot there and be nimble. In the ordering portal, leverage tools to increase the spending like upsells, uh, also look at uh, upsell against pairings. You know, if I'm doing a burger or slider bar, it goes really well with beer and soft drinks, a charcuterie board or sushi, probably pair that up with some wine, leverage that upsell capability. Have devices ready for deployment so in-suite ordering can happen. You know, I, I may be sitting in the suite and I don't want what's on that menu today, but I know I can order something off the menu. Have somebody with a tablet or a handheld ready to go or even place a QR code in the suite so that they can scan that with their phone and, and order as they see. Wrap it all together with kitchen display systems. That's gonna ensure order accuracy, timing, and and it keeps your operations team happy. They'd much rather use a kitchen display system than fumble around with paper tickets. So the Connect solution, if you recall, was back office. So everything we've looked at so far wraps around operations and order fulfillment. Now we're just gonna have a quick look at some solutions for reporting and analytics. You'll recall from the previous slides, all of the Appetize solutions, Connect is the back office solution that delivering the reporting dashboards, knowledge management back to your team. Today's operators are, you know, bred from the give it to me now methodology, you know, again, coming from companies like Prime and Netflix and Uber and Peloton, it's that on-demand lifestyle. We expect to be able to have things immediately. Reporting and dashboards should be able to provide users the data they want in an easy to digest format when they want it. You know, be able to easily create reports, save them email them, create a dashboard for specific teams, and, and also be able to pump that data out of Connect or your back office solution into potential third-party solutions. Inventory, also part of the back office. And I'll be honest, it's long been, it's long been viewed as a dreaded task. So when you're looking at solutions for inventory, you want to ensure that the solution is deployed simple and easy to use. That way your operators are going to use it and you're gonna get your ROI out of that. You know, food cost and labor, we talked about saving labor with kiosks, having a good inventory solution really helps control that other prime cost within the, the costing structure on the P&L. Key area of controllable there. 
provide a solution that is easy to use so people want to use it. You know, as mentioned before, the, that on-demand lifestyle we keep talking about, we're accustomed to living. It's no different when it comes to the data of the operations team. We need to serve it up, get that data in a method that can be reviewed anywhere, anytime. Walking through the stadium, walking across campus, walking through the arena, sitting back in the office, being on vacation, being on a plane ride, wherever it is, get it to them in the palm of their hand, any device, any location. One of my favorite uses of, of data is what's working, where is it working, why is it working, or the exact opposite, where are my trouble spots, right? This example is Yankee Stadium. We are uh, pinpointing areas in the stadium that are peaking and those that are not performing to par. So being able to see that in real time and identify, hey, we've got a section over here that you know revenue has completely dropped off. Well, why? Maybe there's a terminal that went offline. Maybe there's um, you know a, a shortage in labor over there, or we've got one that's just performing way outside of the benchmark of what we thought was going to happen. What's going on over there? How can we leverage the learnings to either bring the bad to good or vice versa. We don't want to take the good to bad, but we certainly want to leverage those learnings. So kind of the road ahead, what we're looking at here, um, you know, if we could take a look into the appetized crystal ball and see what the future kind of holds for us. You know, again, we've been, we've been trained over the last year as consumers, don't touch anything. Don't put your hands on that. I got three kids and, and I don't know how many times my wife and I tell them, wash your hands, get some hand sanitizer, don't touch that. Well, in operations and consumers having smartphones in the palm of their hands or even cards with NFC chips, you know, it's not that hard to accomplish the don't touch anything aspect in operations. You know, that technology has been around for a while. It's just it, it, it hasn't necessarily been adopted as quickly as what we thought it would. What consumers are more looking for are new concepts of things like grab and go, scan and go. Um, think of an Amazon Go store. We've all heard of them, the grocery store where you just walk in, pack up your bag and walk out. You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to pay anything. They see it happen. So those are some of the things that we're bringing forward. We're going to talk about them here in a minute. You know, while this pandemic has certainly not been the best of times, it, it certainly has accelerated that adoption of technology that I was just talking about and made things available that, you know, we've, we've had available for years. It's just, I like to say COVID gave it a swift kick in the butt. And, and got us moving faster on technology. And it's a good thing. I mean, just think about how many times maybe two years ago you used a company like DoorDash or paid for something with your mobile phone. Now think about how many times you've done that in the past 12 months. I suspect they're, they're a little bit different in that conversation, probably tenfold to, to what you were doing before. You know, my oldest son, he attends a university here in Ohio, on campus, student dining halls, even off campus at bars and restaurants, he's even doing more and more touchless engagement. And not only with the university and the brands that are around the university, but they're embracing that and, and they're leveraging that type of technology to ensure, you know, not only safer for everybody, but to make my son feel safe, make me feel safe as a parent. I think we've all seen in the press you know, what happened with Major League Baseball and the considerations of opening up a season with mobile ordering and, and implementing it. And, you know, for me, it's imperative that we review, you know, what's required operationally when we move into that mobile environment. 
you know, while the solutions, they work, it's not a, it's not a technology gap there in mobile solutions. We need to be cognizant in operations of how we're shifting from being traditional belly up concessions and, and suites and things like that to more of a mobile. And how do we order fulfill with that? So we're going to dive into a little bit of that there. Appetize is obviously here to help with that conversation, you know, not just from technology deployment, but again, the, the consultation around best practices and execution. You know, as I mentioned, none of this is really new to us at Appetize. We actually started in 2012 in the mobile ordering capacity. And what we learned was that point of sale companies were not necessarily as forward as we wanted to be with our application. So we took a step back and developed point of sale to support, you know, that open integration, that easy to use interface and, you know, be able to take that mobility and leverage it in point of sale as well. Been, been tested in some of the largest venues across the country. You saw that on a slide earlier. So um, certainly something that we look uh, straightforward with. So um, some operational models to, that we're going to talk about and consider here. You know, one of the things that a lot of people are hearing now is NFC. What is NFC, right? Near field communication. It's enabled touch-free payments at terminals, handhelds, kiosks, so on and so forth through that near field communication. Appetized devices with NFC allow you to accept contactless payments, including tap to pay credit cards and mobile wallets. Probably the easiest method of contactless payments to deploy is to simply just tether an EMV device to a point of sale machine and, and leverage those capabilities for chip and pin, tap and pay, mobile wallet like Apple, Google, Samsung. We talked about the PAX hardware earlier being an all-in-one unit. That's all sitting there all-in-one, but if we're using more traditional point of sale that's um, you know stand up and not all in one, you simply tether an external device to it and you're able to execute on that mobility. You know, leveraging those external payment devices can be at a kiosk, can be a table, can be for hawking, for in-suite, in-suite ordering, or just you know, plug it into a traditional point of sale. Now you have a touch-free and contactless experience. So that kind of covers off on the contactless payment. Let's talk about the digital world and, and how that comes forward in ordering. You know, again, we need to take operational considerations within that to, to discuss that. So, you know, when you're looking at the technology here, um, you're seeing obviously the contactless payment. We covered off on NFC. We covered off on Apple and Google Pay and how to really get there. But when we look at the mobility piece, we've actually got four segments of mobility that we drive from our, our technology offerings. First being an app-driven environment, um, a venue app per se. Maybe it's branded to your university. Maybe it's branded to your arena, your stadium. A venue app brings forward the ability to work with third-party companies to really integrate things like loyalty, gift cards, loaded tickets, and, and much, much more. And Appetize sits within that application with our ordering API so that we're seamlessly delivering the order experience to the fan while ensuring that the accuracy of the order is hitting the operations team. Operational considerations for app and mobile ordering, you know, have specific outlets potentially or ghost kitchens. We've heard about those in the restaurant space. They're becoming even more important now in the stadium and arena space as fulfillment centers dedicated to mobile ordering. It brings relief to that concession stand that is also handling the belly up. Maybe deploy lockers for item pickup. You know, fan orders the food, text alerts them that their order is ready, gives them a code, they go to a locker, they pick that stuff up. Also great for retail, if I wanna grab a jersey or a lanyard or something on the way out, 
stop by and grab it from the locker instead of having to hit the team store. Order status boards, talked about those a little bit earlier. Fan orders, gets a text with their order number. They don't have to bother the concession workers. They can just look at the screen to see if their order is ready or if it's still in production. Again, all of these are bringing forward ways to alleviate pressure on the belly up concessions. Just some quick examples of where venue apps are in play today. One of the largest is TD Garden up in Boston, the Bruins, uh, where you can do everything from make a dinner reservation in that app to, to reserve a slot at Top Golf, use your ticket to get into the game and, and pay tabs at local bars afterwards, all from that single venue app. Second method of uh, mobile is the appless experience or QR code ordering. QR codes, they're an exceptional way to embrace mobile ordering with much less overhead. No app hosting or development costs, and it's great for, like I mentioned, the fan that maybe only comes to a single event each year. They probably don't want to download that app, but they will scan a QR code because they got the phone in their hand. The QR code that you see on the screen is actually live. Uh, you can scan it right now, and it'll show you the experience in a demo environment. Feel free to order and, and go through the whole thing, but um, you know, looking at the UI for QR code ordering, you can determine based on the location of where they're scanning that QR code, where you want the fan to receive their goods. So again, helping drive that operational consideration of, I want you to go here to pick your stuff up, not over to my concession stand. Fans can easily modify items and, and you can do upselling within the experience and, you know, do temperatures if you need to, if you're in the suites and leveraging this on burgers or something like that. You can even store your credit card information, <coughs> excuse me, in the mobile wallet on your phone. Or if you're leveraging partnerships like ours with Elevon, you can actually store it within the, the ordering application of the QR code. Um, you know, smart carts and operators, it all works the same way as traditional in the sense of recognizing your specials, your buy one, get ones, you know, spend X, get Y, and, and maybe even percentages off. So where do we see QR codes being deployed? Um, really four kind of key areas there. One is virtual hawking, where the QR code is just sitting right on the back of the seat in front of you. Maybe not necessarily throughout the entire stadium, arena, or venue, but in specific sections where you want to offer it. Virtual kiosk, where I'm walking through the concourse and I see a QR code, I can scan it and order right there on my phone, much like a kiosk. Virtual waiter for your full service environments, your clubs, your suites, so on and so forth, where again, maybe I... Maybe I don't want what's on that sweet menu today. Maybe I want something different. Scan the QR code, order it right up. You can even uh, pay for it yourself, or you can determine that that transaction is going to go towards the sweet holders bill. And then virtual POS, uh, walk right up to the concession stand. And, you know, if there's a line, hey, there's a QR code. I'm just going to scan that and order this. And I'll pay attention to the order status board and wait for my order to be ready. Third way for mobile ordering that we're seeing out there is third-party delivery. Brought up DoorDash earlier. Um, actually, the NFL rolled out a, a program with Postmates recently to, to leverage mobile ordering in seats. So, you know, utilizing these third parties uh, to provide an easy to order UI that people are accustomed to. Uh, you know, the fans can have their food, beverage, retail delivered directly to them in their seat. So how does that kind of all come together holistically from a mobile order perspective? You see the NFC technology for payment. You see the mobile ordering. You see the third party, the online all those orders coming in, again, accepted by the KDS. We're leveraging things like text messaging for order updates, as well as order status boards. Then we're pumping those products out into the field for delivery. Delivery, be it in seat, delivery, pick up at an express line, delivery at a locker, pre-order delivery for your suites and catering and things like that. 
latest and greatest piece of mobile ordering and, and something new to our family here at Appetize is Scan and Go. And we really brought this forward in the last 12 months due to COVID. So again, thank Amazon Go. Um, we've actually got this deployed live at one of the largest theme park companies in the uh, world, if you will, one in Orlando and one in Southern California. I'm sure you know who they are, but you know what we found with Scan and Go, this is walk in, grab an item, scan it, put it in a bag, you pay for everything, you end up with a barcode on your receipt at the end. So if you want to have somebody at the door checking people as they leave, you have that ability to scan the barcode and and say, okay, this is this is good to go. I looked in your bag, you're fine to go. Reduction of labor and allowing for a safer environment. Appetize did a study and found that over 27% of Americans have not used cash to pay for food, beverage, or merchandise or services since COVID began. 77% prefer contactless payment even after the pandemic ends. 74% using a phone to order and pay for goods services at least once a week. The number one reason given, convenience. So while contactless has accelerated, we as consumers still want things to be easy and convenient for us. So how do you potentially apply all of this to your operations? Very important to take that into consideration and ensure that it's done you know, correctly. So traditional con concession stand is kind of what you see up here. Um, obviously sanitized stations are gonna be out everywhere now that we see them, maybe with even masks available, but certainly hand sanitizers, things like that. Um, we envision putting up those order status boards, like I mentioned, right next to the concession stand, keep the people out of the concession uh, workers way and, and be able to see what they're doing. <laughs> excuse me, and then be able to pick things up at that mobile pickup when their order is ready, even potentially plastering that QR code right up next to the concession stand and, and leveraging that as a virtual POS. Reduce the lines and allows for the mobile ordering to be leveraged properly. So that's great for concessions. What about kind of everywhere else, right? Because concessions aren't the only thing running in those venues. So don't forget about QR codes. We keep talking about them placing them potentially on a table, right? In a club environment, a suite environment, a full service restaurant environment, even a cafeteria environment. Guests can control their ordering experience how they want to. Or deploying that NFC technology on tablets so that if I'm coming to the guest, I'm able to complete the entire transaction right then and there. In the seat, in the suite, wherever it may be and not have to return to get a credit card payment or make the guest get up to go make a credit card payment. I brought up back in the seat QR codes. Um, I'm in Cincinnati. We deployed these with the Bengals last year. Went like gangbusters for the sections that they were being used in. You know, they're they're great to do in in certain sections and offer that kind of as a uptick with your ticket if you're in a better section type of thing. Also brings forward the potential for sponsorship again with your partners, where maybe those those ads on the back of the seat are being you know portrayed from Coca-Cola, Budweiser, whoever it may be that's in your stadium. Clubs and restaurants can have virtual wait staff by putting the QR codes on the tables, scan it, takes you directly to the menu for the venue you are in. Placing QR codes within the suites, easy way to attendee to order off menu and, and pay for it themselves or even get that payment over to the main check for the suite holder. Um, you can also you know, allow them to kind of dictate what they want in their experience. So some considerations we've seen working in the field that can really help the operations team, maybe set up a line that's specific for mobile pay, right? We used to see these, you know, years ago, you'd have a cash line and a credit line. 
And now we're seeing that more in the mobile space where I'm leveraging my Apple, my Google, my Samsung Pay and the mobile wallets. Barcodes, barcode as much as you can so that you can deploy that grab and go, that scan and go. Whether it's scanning it at a kiosk, scanning it on my phone, whatever that may be, it's less workload on the concessions so they can fulfill the belly up and mobile orders. Again, just because we're reducing labor to concession stand by leveraging some of these things, that doesn't mean you don't offset that labor over to a fulfillment station or a ghost kitchen to really be able to fulfill those orders quickly and efficiently. And I know we're beating a dead horse with the QR codes, but it's such a simple concept. The key to execution is having the staff ready to showcase this, showcase this to your fans. Um, you know, I know my father, he's in his 70s. He's not a smartphone guy. He's not going to scan a QR code. But if somebody were to stop him and say, sir, you're waiting in line, you can step right over here and scan this QR code. I can help you with it. He'd probably jump on that opportunity to not have to stand around and wait for his cup of coffee. Order status boards. Stop the guests from always coming up. Where's my order? Where's my order? Where's my order? You know, get the orders before the event or at the order status board, be able to tell them when their order is ready. Where is it in the queue? Maybe even deploy that online ordering, especially the suites, or I want to do a grab and go when I walk into the game, have my stuff in a locker. So leveraging online ordering and get the orders in before the event. Maybe send season ticket holders a link to pre-order merchandise and food so the operations team knows the fulfillment needs ahead of time. From a safety point of view, we see hand sanitizer everywhere. You can't go in a store and walk three feet without a hand sanitizer being somewhere. But take it a step further. Deploy anti-microbial screen protectors and advertise that they're on there so fans aren't afraid to go use common devices such as kiosks. More and more venues are moving to a cashless experience. Not only can it speed up your operations and transaction time, but you really just reduce some CapEx costs there by not needing cash drawers. Uh, a lot of venues we're engaged with in today's environment are moving to a completely cashless experience. So it's kind of hard to summarize really everything we went through today, but just know this, that Napatize is here to help. We're here to have those conversations, whether it's Strictly just about deployment of a mobile solution, strictly about a kiosk solution, contactless payment, point of sale, retail, food and beverage, or if it's everything all together, we want to talk to you. We want to be able to help you from our learnings over the last 12 years or 12 months, excuse me, and 12 years to really help the return happen in a safe and effective manner so that we don't see things in the press of, of deployment of mobile solutions and, and the challenges that they experience. We wanna take those learnings and bring them forward to you so that you can leverage them. We're working with some of the largest venues in North America and, and certainly taking those learnings to consult for a, a better tomorrow for everybody. That being said, I wanna thank you for joining us today. Uh, my buddy Jeff has been monitoring the Q&A, so we'll open that up here if there is any Q&A. Uh, but please do not hesitate to reach out to us if we can help you in any respect. Jeff, Dana, do we have any Q&A we want to cover off on? We got about eight minutes. Yeah, one of the questions here, Charles, and, you know, we can kind of chat through it a little bit more, but, um, you know, what do you see, I guess, you know, for the future of like a college football stadium for students to be, you know, utilizing these QR codes? I know obviously they have their mobile phone out all the time. Do you think this is definitely going to be the future kind of, of moving to the QR codes to the mobile ordering? 
or do you find them kind of even just going towards the POS like they normally would? Yeah, it's a great question, Jeff, and, and feel free to add color as we kind of walk it down. But no, I think that especially younger generation, I think they're going to jump on that availability. Again, they, they've grown up in an on-demand lifestyle. It's kind of hard to to realize that I think if you're I think it's like 24 years old or, or 30 years old, you don't know life without the internet. And if you're you know 16 or 18 years old, something like that, you don't know life without a smartphone. So I think they're very accustomed to seeing that. And as more venues move to cashless, um, you're going to see more and more mobility throughout arenas, arenas, stadiums, and, and the adoption of such, um, you know, Venmo, PayPal. I mean, that's how that's how I get money to my son at college is, is Venmo if he needs something. So I think that's just the adoption that we're expecting to see here uh, throughout the space. Now, again, the two different aspects of mobile, one being QR and one being app-based, you know, that's a, that's a different type of conversation. It's how do you want to leverage that technology in your venue? We work with plenty that do both. We've got sites out there that have, you know, that branded mobile app through a Yin's cam where they're working with loaded tickets and loyalty and things like that. They're also deploying QR codes. Again, for those individuals that maybe are not visiting every single game and, and not tracking loyalty points and things like that, they just want to be able to have that experience that day. So to kind of summarize it, yeah, I think especially going forward into the 2021 season and return of fans, you're going to see a lot of deployment of, of QR and mobility. And I think it's only going to go forward. Yeah, I think especially too in the college space, I think a lot of universities are going to start moving forward, even with, I know a lot of universities obviously have a mobile app for themselves now, but being able to put all your different venues, you know, on that app specifically, and then even, you know, your Starbucks and your Chick-fil-A's on campus, um, all on your mobile app, then be able to place orders through there is definitely going to be huge. Um, yeah. yeah, payment types like Venmo, PayPal, like, you know, being able to just kind of put up your pen, your Venmo QR code and be able to pay for something at the point of sale is definitely going to be huge, especially if kids are relying on their parents to load up their PayPal or Venmo account, which is kind of nice. Um, you can pay through <laughs> any way that they can kind of get money from their parents to spend on uh, different concession items at Starbucks and things like that is definitely going to be, you know, good to see how that changes as opposed to just kind of passing their passing cash back and forth. So I know when I yeah. was in school, my parents would give me, you know, 50 bucks before I went in cash, but now this is something where they would just load up my PayPal or Venmo account. So definitely exciting to kind of see those different, you know, payment opportunities. And obviously, you know, with Appetize, you know, making sure that we're staying up on all those different payment methods that come in. Um, obviously, QR codes are huge now, but next year there might be a, a brand new different payment method that's coming out. So we like to obviously stay on top of all those new technologies that are coming up and, you know, very easy for us to bring those into consideration. So, you know, we love to work with, you know, all our current clients today and kind of understanding the needs that you guys are looking for. And if you guys are finding some new technology that, you know, might fit well in your stadium and arena. Uh, we're more than happy to kind of chat about that and then even start to, you know, envision that within our product set. So, you know, definitely be a good time to get, you know, in touch with, you know, some of these different new, you know, payment um, options here with Appetize. Um, look forward to kind of chatting with you guys more on that as well. Yeah, and then as Charles said, any other questions that you guys do have, you know, feel free to, Charles has information here, um, and we'll definitely be able to reach out to you guys with any other, you know, information that we do have. And, you know, look forward to chatting with you guys, you know, here soon. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, everybody. Dana. Thanks, Jeff and Charles. Um, we'll be following up with everybody who registered for today's session with a copy of the recording as well as the slides. 
Um, we appreciate your time and your continued support of NACTA and our affiliated associations. And we hope to see you online again soon. Awesome. Take care, guys.